Many women hang on tightly to their past experiences and they don't realize that this keeps them stuck. When you let go, not only will you have healthy, loving, fulfilling, and committed relationships, you'll also have healthier living and more energy. It's time to bring joy back. You deserve it. Welcome to Heal Past Wounds and Bring Joy Back with Andrea Lewis. On today's show, we'll help you get your life back on track and provide words of inspiration. Now, here is Andrea Lewis. Hello, and welcome to Heal Past Wounds and Bring Joy Back. I am your host, Andrea Lewis. I believe that when women heal past wounds, they are free to express themselves authentically as creative, intuitive, and powerful women. And by doing so, they light up the world with love. If you'd like to find out more about me, check out my website at andreamlewis.com. I have some free resources an online class called Stop Replaying the Past and Worrying About the Future. In this class, you will learn the effects of suppressing our emotions, the reason we get stuck in repeated patterns. You'll also learn to identify your dominant archetype when you're not resonating in your feminine power, and much more. I also have free guided meditations, forgiveness, Release Your Mother's Pain Story, Grounding Into the Light, and Meet Your Inner Child. To work with me, I offer mediumship sessions and ancestral healing for your mother lineage. Before we dive into today's topic, I want to acknowledge that today is Valentine's Day, also called St. Valentine's Day or the Feast of St. Valentine. Love it or hate it. Valentine's Day is a day that if we are in a relationship, we believe that we need to profess our love in the form of jewelry, fancy dinners, flowers, chocolate, and other gifts retailers promote to woo your beloved. And if we are single, then it's just another reminder that we're still single. According to Wikipedia, Valentine's Day customs developed in early modern England and spread throughout the English-speaking world in the 19th century. So here are some interesting stats. In the United States, about 190 million Valentine's Day cards are sent each year. In the UK, about 1.3 billion euros is spent on Valentine's gifts and approximately 25 million cards are sent. In Ireland, on St. Valentine's Day, many individuals who seek true love make a Christian pilgrimage to the Shrine of St. Valentine in Dublin. That's incredible. Valentine's Day is recognized as a significant cultural religious, and commercial celebration of romance and romantic love around the world. And it's evident that many of us are preoccupied with love. I know that I was. For years, I kept looking for love outside of myself, in people, in places, and in things. Until one day, I realized that I needed to look in the one place 
I had not searched for love. And that was within. When I loved and nurtured myself in ways that I hadn't before, by making my self-care a priority, not only did I have more energy, I attracted a healthy relationship with a man and I had a brand new direction in my sacred business. I recall a scene in the movie, Eat, Pray, Love, when Julia Roberts' character went to visit Ketut, the medicine man, and she said that, that the main concern or problem that people went to see him about was not about a physical ailment, but whether they would find their soulmate. What would all this talk about Valentine's Day be without the famous Roses Are Red poem? I'll recite the Gammer Gerton Garland's version from the 1784 collection of English nursery rhymes. The rose is red, the violet's blue, the honey's sweet, and so are you. Thou art my love, and I am thine. I drew thee to my valentine. The lot was cast, and then I drew, and fortune said, it should be you. Personally, I believe that Valentine's Day should be celebrated every day. We don't need one day to shower someone with love. Small acts of kindness and gratitude and your presence are priceless gifts to give your beloved. Your relationship should be nurtured daily, not only on one day. Which brings me to today's topic on spending time with the most important person, you. A few years ago, when I asked participants in a workshop I was holding, if they spend time with the most important person, I could actually see how they were thinking really hard on who that could be. When I pointed out that it was you, each woman seemed surprised. So I explained the most important relationship we'll ever have is with ourselves because no one can love us, value us, be kind to us or respect us until we treat ourselves with love, value, kindness, and respect first. Otherwise, we'll always be chasing someone or something for love and approval. Tears welled in their eyes as I reminded them, you are important. You are worthy. It's time for you to put you first without guilt or worry of what others think, to pursue your heart's desires without feeling selfish. Maybe you can relate. Maybe you feel physically, mentally, and emotionally drained because you're so used to being there for others. You are never truly alone. Your loved one in spirit can offer you support they can see things from a higher perspective and provide guidance. Think of them as your spirit guide. 
Call in using the toll-free number 1-888-346-9141 and I will connect you with a loved one in spirit. They are eager to help you live the life that deep down you know that you deserve. Just imagine how much easier your life could be. How would that feel to experience more ease and flow in your life? Recently, I was eating dinner and I kept receiving a recurring message from my grandmother on my mother's side. I told her, Grandma, I am eating. I will listen afterwards. However, I took my time, then washed the dishes and the message returned. My grandmother persisted, and after I finished, I retrieved the journal entry she guided me to read, and I, turned, I tuned in to what she had been trying to tell me. She guided me to learn about the mana cards. These cards were gifted to me three years ago by the author, and I recall I set them aside on my bookshelf because it didn't resonate with me. But the cards are beautiful. They are colorful with amazing artwork as well as unique. Mana is a spiritual power that flows through the universe. The mana cards connect you with the wisdom found in Hawaiian symbols and stories. The acronym for mana is manifest visions and dreams. Activate new possibilities. Navigate uncertainty with confidence. Actualize the potential in any situation. The word mana in Hawaiian means empowerment. I didn't know my grandmother when she was alive. I only met her when I visited her in Tobago and I was 12 years old. All I remember was that she was literally standing at a distance and she was speaking with my mother. Based on the journal entry from the Akashic reading I did to heal my mother lineage, one of the gifts she gave me was to embody my instincts when using these mana cards. And my grandmother will provide insight and inspiration. So starting next Wednesday, I will draw a mana card in my Instagram stories. You can connect with me at Andrea Lewis Priestess. So find out what the mana cards have in store for you on Wisdom Wednesdays. All too often, women work really hard. They strive toward their goals. They push themselves to accomplish their tasks. And they sacrifice their needs, wants, and desires because they make everyone a priority. Maybe we've witnessed our mothers work really hard, barely stopping to eat, if at all. Maybe we believe that relaxing and doing nothing means we are being lazy. Maybe we feel we need to control our lives because if we stop to be with ourselves, we might have to face what we've been avoiding, ourselves. In a world that is extremely fast paced, we, we go around with our to-do lists and fill up our schedules with all that we believe we have to do. I, we barely have time to be with ourselves. And instead of feeling happy, we feel tired and depleted. I've mentioned this before, Self-care is not something our mothers modeled. 
And we developed a belief that we are supposed to be superwomen. In Izzy Spencer's book, Lunar Abundance, she writes, within our bodies, we have this circadian rhythm and cycles of our immune indoctrine and nervous systems. When women slow down, we are in our hearts and in a place of receptivity. The feminine way is effortless. There is a flow and life is almost magical. Slowing down doesn't mean we have to drop everything and meditate all day. It means honoring our body, body's rhythms and cycles. We will take a short break. And when we come back, we will continue talking about ways to slow down in order to spend quality time with the most important person, you. to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Do you still feel guilty for not resolving disagreements and misunderstandings with a loved one in spirit? Are you still angry with your family member? Do you feel stuck, lost, and without a purpose? It doesn't have to be this way. Through Andrea's mediumship reading sessions, experience a burden being lifted and begin the journey of reconciliation and forgiveness. If you're ready to heal past wounds and bring joy back, go to andreamlewis.com to book your session today. Again, that's andreamlewis.com. Are you a woman who is afraid to be seen and heard because your mother was highly critical? Did you constantly try to get your mother's approval, but no matter how hard you tried, you never felt good enough? Through Andrea's Akashic Reading Sessions, shift from being passive to assertive. Begin to trust yourself and find a balance between giving and receiving. If you're ready to heal your mother lineage and move forward, go to andreamlewis.com to book your session today. Again, that's andreamlewis.com. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Heal Past Wounds and Bring Joy Back with your host, Andrea Lewis. To reach the show today, feel free to call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Andrea M. Lewis at Outlook.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Before the break, we were talking about ways to slow down. So if you're feeling tired, take a nap. If you're feeling anxious, Go for a walk in nature. If you're feeling stressed, run a bath. If you're feeling overwhelmed, take a few deep breaths from the center of your belly. If you're hungry, prepare a nice meal. Use chinaware and sit down to eat. If you're overthinking, listen to music or meditate. All of the above ways to slow down can take as little as 10 minutes to as long as 30 minutes. When women slow down, we reconnect to our inner wisdom and we regain our center so we feel whole and healthy. For best results, make it a distraction-free time. No smartphone or family interruptions. 
because you're spending quality time with the most important person, you. I created a Facebook group, Womanly Joy Circle, for women who are ready to say yes to becoming more of who we are meant to be. And by doing so, we are no longer burdened by our mother's and foremother's beliefs. The Womanly Joy Circle is an online community for women who have a hard time making themselves a priority. I am here to remind women that their needs, wants, desires matter. This is a circle where I empower women to feel safe to be themselves by teaching self-love. It's also about supporting each other in this circle. I would love to welcome you into the Womanly Joy Circle. To quote Helen Keller, alone we can do so little, together we can do so much. Joy is your birthright. You deserve to enjoy your life. Deep down you know this, but you think one day I'll feel more joy because you have bills to pay and a very busy schedule. You worry about the future. You wonder if you will be single for the rest of your life. You are never truly alone. Your loved one in spirit is eager to help you. Even though you may not be able to see them with the visible eye, and regardless of the relationship you had with them on earth, your loved one in spirit is with you, during your heartaches, comforting you, and on joyous occasions, such as birthdays and family celebrations. Call in using the toll-free number 1-888-346-9141 and I will connect you with a loved one in spirit. Just imagine if you could get access to answers that will help you get unstuck and change your current circumstance. How would that feel to experience more ease and flow in your life? As women of this generation, we have the opportunity to end the cycle of working hard that we inherited from our mothers and foremothers by bringing joy back. Here are three tips to bring joy back. Tip number one, get creative. At least once a week, schedule some time just for you and connect with your inner child. Write, draw, sing, have a dance party, paint, or whatever brings you joy for at least 30 minutes. Schedule it in your smartphone and set a reminder. Let your family know not to disturb you. When you get creative, you are completely present. You lose track of time and you're enjoying yourself. Tip number two. Dialogue with your inner child. If you feel fear, worry, anxious, guilt, it's your inner child who needs love. Grab a piece of paper, your journal, or even your notes app and write it out. Then tear it up or delete it so it loses power over you. It might feel strange at first. I know for me it did. But imagine if this were your daughter or a little girl who came to you with a wound. Would you say no 
not now. When you dialogue with your inner child, you're demonstrating what she has to say matters. She is important and you return to the present moment, which is your point of power. Tip number three, romance yourself. Indulge in a decadent treat such as chocolate, brownie, cake, or your favorite dessert. Take yourself out on lunch or dinner dates, buy yourself flowers, eat on chinaware. As you romance yourself, you open to receive abundance, pleasure, and joy. By getting creative, dialoguing with your inner child, and romancing yourself, you love yourself unconditionally. And the more you love yourself unconditionally, the more you resonate in joy and reclaim your feminine power. When you're in your feminine power, you're assertive, willing, and courageous. You let go and take inspired action. You trust yourself. You allow, you receive, and you listen to your intuition. Making your joy a priority is a win-win situation. Not only do you feel good about yourself, you have healthy relationships. You're able to focus on solutions rather than get caught up in the drama of perceived problems. You're able to make choices that are right for you. You're living fully in the present moment and you also feel balanced, whole and complete. You're in a flow, which is a more natural way for women. The key is consistency when creating new habits. Imagine if this were your daughter or a little girl. Would you love and nurture her only once? Probably not. To bring joy back, it begins with you. When I incorporated a regular creative practice and dialogued with my inner child, as well as romanced myself and spoke to myself more positively, Within six months, I attracted my first healthy relationship. I celebrated three Valentine's Day with him. In David Rico's book, How to Be an Adult in Relationships, he writes that the ego wants to follow the path of least resistance and the spiritual self wants to reveal new paths. It's your ego's job to keep you safe and secure and protect you from getting hurt and disappointed because it always likes to go back to what is familiar. Are you willing to make time to slow down? Are you willing to make your joy a priority? If you've ever observed children interacting, they are carefree, laughing, imagining, creating, playing, and also forgiving. They're not hanging on to the past or thinking about the details. They are completely in the present moment, enjoying life. We were once like children, having fun too. But as we got older, we took our, took our lives and ourselves seriously. 
We're grown-ups now, and we shouldn't behave like children. We have a lot of responsibilities, bills to pay, mouths to feed, and whatever else your ego conjures up to keep you working hard. Time is the biggest commodity we have, yet we spend it unwisely by filling up our schedules with things to do, people to see, and places to go. We rarely spend time with ourselves to do activities that are fun. In Deepak Chopra's Healing the Whole Self workshop, he says, we are blocked by our ideal life, by the burden of past hurts, wounds, conditioning, habits, and beliefs held over from the past. He goes on to say that letting go is hard for our ego mind because we have all been taught through a lifetime of social and cultural messages that our well-being depends on getting what we believe will make us happy and avoiding what we think will hurt us. The more you spend quality time with yourself, you'll understand yourself, know yourself, love yourself, and be kind to yourself. You'll also have healthy, loving, fulfilling, and committed relationships healthier living, and more energy because you're no longer chasing someone or something to get love and approval. A few years ago, a young girl about the age of 11 or 12 approached me as I walked on the bike path. She smiled at me. Then she asked if I wanted to buy a bracelet. I followed her to her makeshift stand on a bench where another girl greeted me. I noticed bracelets made of colorful elastic on display labeled with the price. After I purchased a bracelet for $1, I wished them luck in their entrepreneurial endeavors and thought how these two young girls were already paving their own path. I felt inspired and reflected on how it takes a lot of courage to put yourself out there not only in business, but also in personal ventures. When we were young, we were filled with hopes and dreams. We didn't worry or even think about the details of how we, are, how we were going to achieve our dreams. What stops us from following our dreams? Fear. What are we really afraid of? We're afraid of all the reasons why what it is we truly desire won't come true. So we find reasons not to listen to what's in our heart. We prefer to, to play small, to hide and remain with the status quo. We become comfortable with the discomfort because it's familiar. And even though we say that we wanted an amazing career or relationship, we don't want to take responsibility. Who would we blame if we make a mistake? No one. We will take a short break and when we return, we'll talk about ways we'll talk about ways to slow down and spending time with the most important person, you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
Do you still feel guilty for not resolving disagreements and misunderstandings with a loved one in spirit? Are you still angry with your family member? Do you feel stuck, lost, and without a purpose? It doesn't have to be this way. Through Andrea's mediumship reading sessions, experience a burden being lifted and begin the journey of reconciliation and forgiveness. If you're ready to heal past wounds and bring joy back, go to andreamlewis.com to book your session today. Again, that's andreamlewis.com. Are you a woman who is afraid to be seen and heard because your mother was highly critical? Did you constantly try to get your mother's approval, but no matter how hard you tried, you never felt good enough? Through Andrea's Akashic Reading Sessions, shift from being passive to assertive. Begin to trust yourself and find a balance between giving and receiving. If you're ready to heal your mother lineage and move forward, go to andreamlewis.com to book your session today. Again, that's andreamlewis.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for the keywords voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for voice America. Are listening to Heal Past Wounds and Bring Joy Back with your host, Andrea Lewis. To reach the show today, feel free to call in to 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to Andrea M. Lewis at Outlook.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Before the break, uh, we were talking about. Um, how fear can stop us from following our dreams. The ego is afraid of our power because we're going against the norm and the well-known path, which is the perceived safe route. When we listen to the ego, we unwittingly give our power away by acting like a victim or a martyr. These personas protect us from getting hurt and disappointed but it's not who we are. Your dreams matter. You matter. Making yourself a priority is not selfish. It's an act of self-love. You're giving the ego what she most needs, and that is love. But you're feeling tired and frustrated that you are not where you thought you would be in life. You doubt that things will change, so you go through the motions. You are never truly alone. Your loved one in spirit would like to communicate with you. Call in live using the toll-free number 1-888-346-9141, and I will connect you with a loved one in spirit. Just imagine if you could get unconditional support and love from your family member in spirit to help you pursue your heart's desires. How would that feel to experience more ease and flow in your life? Recently, I had Crystal Andrus Morissette on the show, and we talked about her book, The Emotional Edge. If you haven't listened to episode four, Crystal kept the conversation real 
and provided a lot of wisdom and inspiration. Oh, and find out what the pledge is and how you can sign the pledge. I signed it. Then last week, I had Jamie Riddler on the show, and we talked about creative living, journaling, and dealing with the inner critic. If you haven't listened to episode five, it was evident Jamie is passionate about her work and helping others find the courage and confidence to follow their dreams. I forgot to mention the kitten corner in her weekly newsletter. Jamie showcases one of her three studio kittens and they have quite the personalities. Both Crystal and Jamie talked about courage. I believe that it takes courage to let go of your fears and beliefs that limit you. It takes courage to be yourself. It takes courage to shine your light. It takes courage to speak up and challenge the status quo. And it takes courage to live a creative life. The word courage comes from the French word cœur. Translated, it means heart. It takes courage to listen to what's in your heart and live a life filled with freedom and purpose. In the Cinderella remake, Cinderella's mother advised her to have courage, be kind, and always believe in magic. When Crystal talked about being in your woman energy, she suggested to ask yourself, what would courage have me do? And am I willing to do it? I can attest that the more I face myself, the more I feel limitless and things happen magically. Both Crystal and Jamie also spoke about choice. Jamie said that having a choice is profound and sometimes scary. She went on to add that a lot of times we're looking for someone to show us what's next, what to do, but all the time it's up to us. Knowing that I always have a choice was a profound realization for me. In the past, I would try really hard to make things work, whether it was a relationship my work, or an idea, and instead of letting go and moving on, I would wait for things to change or for other options to present itself. This kept me stuck. What I believed as patience was being passive. What I believed as being committed to the relationship, my work, or an idea was me being attached to a specific outcome, and I was unable to see other options. It's okay to change your mind, but many of us are afraid to because we think of how it will, it will affect others and or it's too much of an effort to make a change. We might also be afraid to admit that we made a mistake. You're human and you're not meant to go through life doing things perfectly. You're meant to grow through life and this means that wherever you, you are right now is exactly where you're meant to be. And whatever is not working in your life 
is simply feedback telling you that you are limiting yourself. Set aside some time to listen for at least 30 minutes. So ensure that you won't be disturbed. Light a candle if you wish and take several deep breaths to center yourself and tune into your thoughts. Use the timer on your smartphone if you need to. Then ask yourself the following five questions. Do I feel like I am chasing someone or something? Is it only one-sided? Does it feel like I am forcing someone or something? Are your efforts turning up empty? Am I addressing the same issue and nothing seems to change? If it's reoccurring more than three times, that's a clear sign that you are trying to manipulate and control someone or something. This is a hard pill to swallow. Am I trying to figure things out? If you're asking yourself, how do I, should I, I don't know, you're not only creating more worry and, and or fear, but you're blocking yourself from receiving insight, inspiration, or guidance. And the last question, what am I learning? The answers may not come right away. And when they do, write them down in your journal so you can keep track of reoccurring thoughts, patterns, or insights. Once you bring to awareness of where you're resonating, only then can you change. When you ask the right questions, you shift from the victim mentality to empowerment. Sitting in silence is what I call the be receptive exercise. It might not seem like you're doing anything, but you are. You're spending time with yourself and tuning into your intuition and inner wisdom. You're actually listening. And the more that you do this exercise, you learn to trust yourself. In Sharon Blackie's book, The Enchanted Life, she writes about cultivating a sense of wonder and mystery. One of her suggestions is to learn something new. Read or take a class, preferably in a field of study you don't already know much about, but of which you are curious or find strange. An interest class that has been on my list to enroll in is sewing. I've always enjoyed mending or sewing buttons on my clothing. It has a calming effect, but I want to do more than the basics. I want to learn to sew my own clothing, specifically dresses. Here's a fun fact about me. The first program I enrolled in college was fashion merchandising. I had a dream of opening a high-end boutique with my brother. I might not have the same dream, but the desire to make my own custom clothing is still there. Another suggestion from her book is, Go to an art gallery or museum. Choose one object, display, or room, and spend time with, within it. What does it make you feel? 
imagine or wonder. Oh my goodness, this is one of my favorite things to do. I love visiting art galleries. I always find beauty in the paintings, specifically landscapes and other paintings with vibrant colors. I also allow my imagination to flow when I see a scene with people. I wonder what they are talking about or what were they doing prior. Other times a painting can invoke strong emotions from me. I recall a few years ago, I kept being drawn to a painting of crows and for some reason I kept, I felt something from the depth of my soul. Lastly, she also suggests, go somewhere new whenever you can, even if it's just walking in a different way to work or to the shops. If you want to develop a sense of wonder, it's crucially important to break out of the habits and routines which have come to define your everyday life. Whenever I've gone off the beaten path, I feel more alert and I usually gain some inspiration. Instead of rushing out of bed with your to-do list, whether it be for work or to tend to family members, including signing on to emails and social media, reclaim your feminine power by placing the importance on you. Gift yourself the time to ease your way into your day. Begin by expressing gratitude. Keep your eyes closed and find at least five things to be grateful for. For example, I am grateful I had a restful sleep. I am grateful for another day. I am grateful for my comfortable bed. We will take a short break. And when we come back, we'll continue to talk about ways to slow down and spend quality time with the most important person, you. your better business achieve that goal make good on that resolution the voice america empowerment channel it's your world motivate change succeed do you still feel guilty for not resolving disagreements and misunderstandings with a loved one in spirit are you still angry with your family member do you feel stuck lost and without a purpose it doesn't have to be this way Through Andrea's mediumship reading sessions, experience a burden being lifted and begin the journey of reconciliation and forgiveness. If you're ready to heal past wounds and bring joy back, go to andreamlewis.com to book your session today. Again, that's andreamlewis.com. Are you a woman who is afraid to be seen and heard because your mother was highly critical? Did you constantly try to get your mother's approval, but no matter how hard you tried, you never felt good enough? Through Andrea's Akashic Reading Sessions, shift from being passive to assertive. Begin to trust yourself and find a balance between giving and receiving. If you're ready to heal your mother lineage and move forward, go to andreamlewis.com to book your session today. Again, that's andreamlewis.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. 
Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. You are listening to Heal Past Wounds and Bring Joy Back with your host, Andrea Lewis. To reach the show today, feel free to call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Andrea M. Lewis at Outlook.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Before the break, we were talking about gifting yourself the time to ease your way into your day. And I shared um, to begin by expressing gratitude. So still, still keeping your eyes closed, ask yourself, how do I want to feel today? For example, present, love, joy, courageous, confident. Then breathe into the feeling before slowly getting out of bed. To help you feel calm and grounded to cope with your day, I have a free grounding into the light meditation. You can go to andreamlewis.com. It's only seven minutes. At the end of your day, set aside at least 20 minutes just to spend some quality time with yourself. No television, no Netflix, no YouTube or social media. This is time just with you. For example, soak in, a, soak in a bubble bath with candlelight. Use lavender essential oil to relax any aching muscles and to calm your mind. A bath can also help you sleep better. Read a book. Snuggle up by the fireplace if you have one or wrap yourself with a throw cover and lose yourself in a good story or gain some new knowledge on a topic you've always wanted to learn. Reading is extremely relaxing and it expands your horizons and vocabulary. I personally enjoy listening to one of my favorite podcasts. I have been listening to the Awakened Woman Self-Care podcast for about a year and the sacred space that is created at the beginning of each episode is profound. I recently had a beautiful conversation with Christine and Emma from the Awakened Woman Self-Care podcast. I shared my priestess journey and talked about how to begin to release your mother's pain story. To listen to the episode, you can go to awakenedwomanselfcare.com and it's episode 69. I would also recommend checking out the other divine guests and to browse the website. There are free resources to help with your self-care practice. And at the end of the month on February 28th, I will be interviewing Christine Penza and she'll be talking about art as ceremony. I am so excited, so stay tuned. All too often, we can be hard on ourselves for not accomplishing what we wanted to in our day. We forget to celebrate and acknowledge what we did do. So before you fall asleep, find at least five things to be grateful for. For example, 
I am grateful that I made some progress on my project. I am grateful that I took a a break to meditate. I am grateful that all of my buses arrived on time, despite the slippery roads. Not only will you sleep peacefully and ease your mind chatter, you'll find more things to be grateful for because your focus will be shifted from what is perceived as missing in your life. In Melanie Beatty's book, she writes in the new codependency, self-care is a constantly changing, evolving art. It requires awareness, presence, self-love, and authentic interaction each moment with life. It's not about getting it right or perfect. It's about listening to ourselves with love and compassion. I don't always get it right. Sometimes I need reminders. It was just yesterday, my rune's message was to go within to honor my receptive side. Its counsel was against overreach and excessive striving. So before I started any uh, work, I dialogued with my inner child to release her anxieties and worry. I then sat in stillness for 30 minutes and I colored my latest drawing. Afterwards, I felt aligned and more grounded in the present moment, whereas prior, I had been feeling off balance. Self-care is not a luxury. Self-care is a practice that is essential to building a healthy relationship with yourself and bringing yourself back into wholeness. In the Loving Yourself 21-Day e-course by Louise Hay and Friends, I learned that the one thing that heals every problem is truly loving yourself. There were 12 commandments to help you learn how to love yourself. And commandment number 10 is, actually it's commandment number nine, is take care of your body. Learn about nutrition. What kind of fuel does your body need in order to have optimum energy and vitality? Learn about exercise. What kind of exercise do you enjoy? Cherish and revere the temple you live in. Our bodies are wise. We just need to honor it by listening. The more we listen and nurture ourselves, the more we alleviate anxiety and overwhelm because you become grounded in the present moment. You also rejuvenate your mind, body, spirit, so that you can take your next action step from an empowered place. All too often, women will put their partners and their children first. And if we're single, we will put our work first. We accommodate everyone and anticipate their needs. We don't know how to say no. We want to say no, but instead we say yes. We feel guilty. We don't want to make the wrong decision. We second guess ourselves. We give and give to the point that we become emotionally depleted. When you make your self-care a priority, when you spend quality time with yourself, and when you begin to place the importance on yourself first, you no longer try to get importance from your partner, children, or your work. You no longer look for love in all the wrong places. Yes, I use that cliche. You no longer looked 
to get value, respect, approval, or kindness from someone or something. I recall in the last episode of Oprah, to close the show, and I am going to paraphrase, what I know for sure is that people want to feel worthy. I felt the truth in her words and teary-eyed. It took a bout of pneumonia and laryngitis for six months for me to slow down and build a healthier relationship with myself. That was four years ago. The more you spend time with yourself, you can tune in and ask yourself, what do I want? What do I really want? What would make me happy? Only you have the answers. By slowing down, you learn to differ differentiate the voice between your ego and your soul. You learn to really listen to yourself, to trust yourself, and to nurture yourself. Then you are able to give to others from a place of love. In Melody Beattie's book, she writes in The New Codependency, learning to slow down means, means we are able to receive and to listen and to trust ourselves. Thank you everyone for joining me today. I would love to know, did you have an aha moment about anything in this episode? Email me at Andrea M. Lewis at outlook.com or call in next week at 1 p.m. Eastern using the toll-free number 1-888-346-9141. Next week, I'll be talking about forgiveness and how it sets you free. Until next time, I hope you do something that brings you joy because you're worth it. Thank you so much for joining us today on Heal Past Wounds and Bring Joy Back. Your host, Andrea Lewis, will be back live next Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope to have you back next week as a part of our show. 